Hey, this is Tom Gray from This Stuff Matters. Thanks for tuning in to the This Stuff Matters podcast. We'd love to have you follow us on social media. Just search at This Stuff Matters. You can check us out on the website, thisstuffmatters.net. You can subscribe to our email newsletter there, and you can reach me there via phone or email through the website. Thank you so much. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to This Stuff Matters, the podcast. I'm John Radcliffe, along with your host, Tom Gray. Tom, we're back. I love it, man. Let's go. So, Tom, you know, we've been going down this rabbit hole of fatherhood. Yes. And, you know, one of the biggest things is that, and you don't realize it as we're in the middle of the summer and so we're getting to spend more time with our kids right now. For some people, it's probably more than they would like. But you get to spend, you spend more time with your kid. But then you also then, for me, I've now come to realize in a traditional job, a nine to five job, where your kid goes to school from roughly about seven in the morning till two, three in the afternoon, if they don't have after school programs and you get home at five, you're getting about two hours at the end of the day, an hour roughly in right. the morning to spend time with them. Yeah. And then, you know, weekend. So, you know, if you want to make it in almost business billable hours that they're awake, it's a finite amount of time. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And so th- this presents one of the biggest dilemmas for uh, for the, the influence that we all want to have as dads, the responsibility we feel to shape the lives of those that are our kids. Man, you know, how do you how do you build a successful career and become a successful high impact father? It's a real challenge. We all feel it and we all live it. And it's one of those things that, you know, you you learn as you get as you get older and you start to do different things and you start to go out into the marketplace, the business world. It's the old old age old adage of you're juggling the balls. Yes. You're juggling all of them to keep them. And, you know, one of the things that I've discovered for myself and if you guys for our longtime listeners of the podcast, thank you. You guys know from earlier, an earlier episode, I always talk about how I decompress in the car mm. because I always almost want to be game time ready. So when I get home, I want to try and minimize as much downtime as I need to reset from the day, good, bad, or indifferent, mm. reset from the day so I can immediately get in there and, hey, ready to go if my son wants to go throw the ball around, if I need to talk about homework, if I need to discipline. Mm. I'm ready to do whatever the next task is and I hate to say it as a task because it's not a task it's just a part of my everyday life now yeah that I, I look forward to that and that's the thing that you got to make sure that you do is you have to be almost game day ready every time now you're going to get sick yeah you, you're going to have time where you're going to need some, some you time whether it be fishing or yeah. watching the ball game or whatever it may be but for the majority of the time and you keep hearing me say it your your kid needs that time yeah there is absolutely no substitute for time partly because of what we talked about in the last episode that the the transfer really happens by modeling so much more is caught than taught they're going to pick up off of who you are and how you live most and so there's no we want to take advantage of that that's a good thing i know it's scary also but which which is good it's one of the great gifts that that becoming a father gives us in our lives is we have this amazing source of accountability we have this amazing motivation to get our act together, you know. Until you have kids, you can probably continue your little lazy string of excuses never to <laughs> to to make those changes, you know, you need to make, whether it be in your habits or your priorities or those things. Now you got the responsibility of another life that you're raising and forming. Yeah, yeah, you got motivation and accountability, but man, you know, it's time to grow up, it's time to step up, it's time to, to change, um, and it's time to make whatever adjustments we need to uh, to be able to be available 
uh, to model because they are going to catch what we're what we're modeling. One hundred percent. And the hardest thing, you know, for me as a father, I, I have a non traditional work schedule. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I work in the radio world, so I work some very unique hours. But I also make sure I set aside time. But the thing that becomes tricky is that moment where, you know, I hate those moments where I don't get to sit down and eat dinner with my wife and my son. Right. But it was also one of those things that I realized how important that is and how pivotal that is. Mm-hmm. For my son, when we sit down and have dinner and it's to talk about his day mm-hmm. and how much he looks forward to that. For him, that is his decompression moment where now it's important for him to have someone to vent to. And as he's getting older, and particularly, I'm speaking as a son, but, you know, even for a daughter, I have nieces, and they under they love having that concept of, you know, time with uncle. Let's yes. talk about this. Let's talk about that. I want to talk, because they find that comfort in, in talking with me than other things. But with my son, he knows it's a comfort of, there's things I can talk about with dad, in particular as a preteen. Mm. I'm just not ready to talk with mom about That's right. And so it, it is those moments when I, I do miss having dinner with him, that I definitely do my best to make sure whether it be breakfast the next morning and you have to find that time right? because yes, you have the weekends and you want to have your you time, but you got to make sure you catch up on that time because that's what they're looking for. That's their, I don't want to call it therapy, but for lack of a better term, that's their therapy is, you know, whether it be snuggled up under dad, watching the ball game out there, throwing the football with dad on the fishing boat, in my son's case, it's just sitting down on a Saturday morning. I make coffee, we read comic books, and then we talk about it. Mm. And that's his his time of, Dad, we need to talk. And, you know, we talk about the comic books. Got a question about girls or whatever the case right, may be. Right. That's our time. You got to carve that in there. That's exactly right. And, John, let me give you what I think are, you and I are in agreement on this. There's really two um, – two keys to trying to make this work. And I, I do think even when we hear the phrase and we talk about the concept of work-life balance, you know, mm. uh, it's a little bit of a mythological kind of concept. <laughs> I don't, I don't so think searching it ex- for it. Exactly. I don't, it does not actually exist. Uh, we're never balanced, but we're always trying to, we're always balancing. We're always working on it, you know. And, and the, the great dilemma, as we already know, is um, every single one of us, the great human equalizers, we only have 24 hours in a day. <laughs> <laughs> and so you can't just create more time. So here's the, that's it makes these two dynamics uh, non-negotiable, and that is number one, it requires sacrifice, Ooh. and number two, it requires creativity. And so, sacrifice. I mean, there's no way around. You're going to have to rob something for what you really want to do, uh, for the time you need to take and invest in modeling and raising and pouring your life into the lives of your kids that, that you can't create extra hours in the day so you've got to take them from somewhere else something has to be sacrificed and so and then that leads into and bleeds into the creativity for you I, I love the example your work hours are maybe not the standard nine to five but a lot of people have different kinds of demands that come from the workplace um, you, you've got to creatively work around you got to creatively figure out when when are my kids reasonably when, when are they going to be awake when are they going to be attentive and I've got to go make those times do I have a job where I could take one day a week and, and go have lunch with my kid at school do I have uh, the, the time the flexibility in the mornings perhaps to 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 take my kid to breakfast before I drop him off I can school? tell you firsthand how key that one is yes and I've even given that to my friends where with my son and we, and we always talked about having a hard time with it. I made Friday morning. Mm. 
I'd get, and I told him, and I, I wanted to see if my son would be up to the challenge of the discipline of it. I said, you know, you have a good week all week. Friday morning, we'll get up. We'll go get chicken biscuits. But you got to wake up early. You got to wake up early. You got to be ready for school early. My wife, my wife even asked, and I mean, he was, he's in, going into the fifth grade, so he was probably in second or third grade at this point in time. And my wife actually said, you think he's up for the challenge? I said, we're going to see. You bet he is. And he woke up early on yep. Friday. He made his bed. He had himself ready. Mm-hmm. He was ready every Friday. And he would always ask, Daddy, did I have a good enough week to go get chicken biscuits? Mm-hmm. Yes, we're going to get up Friday. We'd go. I'd add another another 45 minutes to our day yep. to sit down. We're going to have chicken biscuits. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. And I've given that advice to tons of friends. And they've all looked at me and said, man, you don't realize that that's seven bucks, eight bucks, whatever it is. Yeah. That's a million dollars to them. <laughs> it sure is. And it's and it's the T-I-M-E that's priceless. The time sitting there, you don't have to have an agenda. You don't have to have a lesson formulated. You just got to be with. That's it. And that is invaluable, so, which requires sacrifice. And I know that's hard for us as men, right? Because before we have kids, and it's kind of a, a, a piggyback on what we talked about in the last episode, where there is a lot of these guys, and I, well, we're not too distantly removed from, from this life stage, but a lot of these guys as young single guys, you know, you're coming out of your adolescence into your young adulthood, you've got, honestly, a kind of a hyper-selfishness. Correct. And uh, a self-focus, and I've got things I want to do. I've got things I want to experience. I've got perhaps their professional goals or their recreational goals. At some point, I want to say... Part of what growing up looks like, I believe, in the way that we ultimately, when we get to the end of our lives, we'll wish we had grown up in these ways. Part of what that looks like is a replacement of some of those goals with higher goals. Correct. And what I want to suggest, I strongly state, is that a commitment to raising your children is produces a return on investment that so incredibly surpasses whatever rewards you might get from making your career goals your number one goals or making recreational pursuits your number one goals or any other any other thing when you get closer to the end of your life further down the road of your life i i sat at breakfast this morning john with two middle-aged men to plan their it's their mother's uh funeral this weekend Uh, and uh, I've been there with dads too, so I could, for both parents, this is this is true. The real wealth, the real worth and value in a human life, is only fully and best understood when you take that life in terms of the long run, the the, the full life, the full expression. When you you get the clarity of the value of that life by being able to look back from closer to the end and unanimously john when you get there to the end or closer to the end it's not the the gathering of work related trophies it's not the gathering of income levels it's not the gathering of houses and cars it's not the gathering of professional awards it's the gathering of family and i love what you said there and and i want to make sure that you know we clarify for the listener tom said sacrifice Hmm. Sacrifice doesn't mean to get rid of. Mm. In this instance, it's replacing. Yes. When what he means by that, and the, and the illustration I'll give you best is, when you know you're in your twenties, your number one focus is hanging out with your buddies and trying to meet a girl. Right. It's really your biggest focus. Right. You meet the girl. You still want to hang out with your buddies. You guys double date, whatever the scenario may be. You have a child. It's not 
changing all of your, it's changing your life, but it's replacing it with this new life, with this new role, with these new responsibilities. So it's, it's going from varsity to JV, so to speak. Mm. You're still playing the sport, Mm. that sport being life. You're still playing this game. You're just playing at a different level. So the memories are slightly different. And that's still the key, the pivotal part that you made mention of where it's not looking back and it was 40 years of running with the buddies. Mm. It's, 40 years of what I got to do with my son, what what I got to put into my daughter, what they got to understand and learn from dad and grasp from dad generationally to shape them for the next generation. Absolutely. And, and, and if what we could do, John, is help, you know, kind of come along through this podcast and our younger brothers out there listening that we want to be so helpful to, kind of grab them by the shoulders in an encouraging way, but, but kind of shake them a little bit and say, we want to give you a vision, a better vision, a bigger vision for, it's really our tagline from This Stuff Matters, right? So helping you make the most out of what really what matters most. What we want to say to you is you're going to very quickly be further down the road in your life, even closer to the end, and you're going to realize it with more clarity then. So wake up to it now, and that is what really matters most isn't that promotion. And let's let's call it what it is. There, there may be an occasion along the way if you're going to make this, you're going to embrace what it means to be a father and a model and to commit the time necessary. It, it may mean you might have to make a decision not to take a promotion. Correct. Or, or to still perform at a high level, but not sacrifice all else to get to the highest possible professional level. That's going to, we want to paint the picture for you. You're going to be so glad you made that sacrifice someday. One day you'll be you'll be uh, you'll really understand what matters most, and it's taking that time through sacrifice. Because yeah, you can't you're gonna have to cheat something. To, to, you're gonna have to stop one thing to 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 open the time to be with and to model and to raise and to invest in uh, these kids that you have. And someday you'll be so glad you did, you know. Um, and and to get creative with how to how to rob maybe a little extra time at golf on the weekend. You know, you can pick that pick that up again twenty years from now when they leave you when they leave home. You know? <laughs> but, but who cares if you win the club championship? Correct. Yeah. Let's let's rob some of that because you got a much higher calling, a much deeper and richer reward awaiting to go do that hard work of uh, spending that time with those kids. And when you understand and get a grasp of how important it is for you to be seen, you know. You might not think you might be so tired of reading that same bedtime story. You might not think tucking in is important. Mm. You might not think that moment of just coming home and that brief hug, that kiss or that hug or kiss when you're going out the door to go to work. And whether it be one minute, five minutes, 20 minutes, all of that adds up. It all goes into that bank that is this little person that you helped create that puts that adds to their value. Their self-value begins to grow from it. So you got to remember to make those proverbial deposits into them with your time. Because when you do just that, you know, not to sound too cliche, they realize that they matter to you. Mm. Because when you steal that from them, that's when they start to think that they don't matter to you. That's exactly right. That's a good segue, John, into our next episode, looking at the difference between just birthing a child, kind of a biological dad versus actual fatherhood that we're talking about. And those are two completely different words. 
We thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you guys like, subscribe, and follow wherever you get your podcast, as well as on social media. Like and sc- like and follow This Stuff Matters. We thank you guys for tuning in to This Stuff Matters, the podcast. For your host, Tom Gray, I'm John Radcliffe, and I hope that you know that you matter in this. Tom, until next time.